Hey guys, this is Naeem and you've reached the Mosaic Church Podcast. So excited that you're part of our listening community and I'd love for you to be even more connected. So check out our website. There's more content there and there's more opportunities for you to get connected in our ministries and events as well. Also, love for you to share this content. If this is blessed to you, I know that God wants to use you to bless other people with it. So share this podcast, if you will. Lastly, would you consider supporting this ministry? This is made possible by other people's generosity, and I'd love for you to pay it forward. Join us to reclaim the message and the movement of Jesus together. So would you consider giving to this ministry? I know that God is able to do immeasurably more through us when we come together. Thank you so much. God bless you. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to Mosaic in the Morning. I'm Naeem Fazel, the lead pastor of Mosaic Church, and this is my co-host, Kristen Young. Hey guys, good morning. I don't know if you guys know this, but Kristen leads our Metro Campus which right now it seems to be like just one giant campus, right? Like right online, the, the online. online campus. The online, yes. and we're so glad you're here. Yeah, no yeah, doubt, no doubt. Sure. But we gotta we gotta start meeting again, right? Come on. Yeah, one day. One day. One day. One day. It we will are happen. ready. We know you guys are ready. I think some people are ready. Some people not, are ready. Not everybody's ready. I, I'm I mean, so ready. I know. I know. I know. I need but an inflatable like blow up suit because I'm just want to run around and to hug people. Hug everybody. <laughs> That's one way of doing it. We'll keep you posted. We'll keep you posted. On the blow-up suits. On the, on the reopening, as we know. Hey, last weekend was Father's Day. Yes. How yes. was it? It was good. It was really yeah. good. It was good. I actually got to go to Myrtle Beach. Okay. Have oh. you heard of Myrtle Beach? Uh, yeah, been it's, there. It's called the Vegas of the South. Is it? <laughs> I just made, either I made it up or I heard about it. I'm okay. not quite sure. Okay. But yeah, actually, it was great because I got to see family, got to see my sisters awesome. and my mom. So great. Um, yeah, it was cool. And Layla, I think you know her. I love Layla. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, was, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. Good. Great. Family good time. time's always good time. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Um, awesome. Yeah. So today, today yes. we are wrapping up. We are. Yeah. We are wrapping up our series. And we've had some really awesome people. Right. Right. You Come know, on. the question is, what has the series been called? Because I don't even know if it's been a called as a series. Or like, I'm pretty sure it's called Voices. No, 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 no. Is it? <laughs> I think it is. Yes. I think it is. Yes. We yes. started with the series. Remember the first one? It is. It, this is terrible. This is terrible. Yes, I remember that. This is terrible. Was our the first title se- was terrible. Yeah, but it was yep. start of COVID. It was. So we, you know, it was that, mm-hmm. all that. Then you came at me with that sword, right? No, with a knife. this one? With a knife. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, knife. yes. Nice, nice. Yeah. So anyways, Thanks for today us, guys. we it's are, been a lot of fun. I know, I know. <laughs> today we are wrapping up a series. We are. Yes. So I'm going to have a, I've been having special guests several weeks now. We had Sanchez. Yep. We had Joel. Yep. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have after that? Lucretia. Yes. Thomas. Yes. Thomas was great. Last weekend, so great. Yeah. And we then, have a special guest yes, today. Yes, we do. We do. I, I love I, her. And I know her. You know her. I know her a lot. You probably love her a little bit more than I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. We won't tell but you who yes. it is, but we're wrapping it up. And then we're we kicking are. off a brand new series next week. Yes. Yes. What's it called? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it is Straight Up Bible. It's Straight Up uh, That's the what book. That's called. Straight Up Bible. No, it's not. Stay, it's out, stay Straight Out of the Bible? Isn't that a thing? <laughs> no? No. Okay, what part of the Bible are we going to be talking about? Uh, Philippians. Okay. Philippians. We're doing uh, four chapters, yeah. and we are going to do four chapters, uh, one chapter a week. And great. I'm pretty excited about that because I feel like uh, we've been having a lot of great conversations, and it seems like everybody's having a lot of conversations. Yeah. And there's just like everywhere you go, 
you hear people having conversations. This is going to be a good series for us, I believe, in the summer, because it's going to just ground us back to um, the, the, what, the, what the scriptures are talking about yeah. and ground us to kind of a, hey, I can, I, this next month, I can read the book of Philippians, yeah. you know? And so it's going to be great. It's talking about joy and peace. Love and it. so I think we all need to be grounded in joy and peace and what that even looks like. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Awesome. Yeah. So that is uh, next Starting week. next Sunday. Yes. All right, so we got to get to this Sunday, right? Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we are going to throw it in just a second to Ashley for some good news. Yes, some good news. So some good news is what? We do, we just talk about all the good things that you guys have been able to do because of the support you've given us, financial, emotional, uh, physical, all the good things. So yeah, let's go to Ash. Hey, Mosaic, Ashley Fossil here with some good news from this past week. For starters, we are so excited that we get to celebrate with our sister church in Bergamo, Italy. They were able to meet together in person for the first time last Sunday. You know, because of your generosity, we are able to support them financially every single month that has allowed them to be able to get through this tough season. Hello Mosaic, what's up guys? I'm Pastor Carlos from Bergamo. I have three news to give you to share with you we restart in the last sunday and uh, for us it's very very emotionally moment people crying we have uh, broken hearts to celebrate again jesus in the our church While we might not be back for in-person services right now, we are taking advantage of this time to do some really great things around the Hope Center. Why don't you check out Pastor Mike to tell us all about it. Thanks, Ashley. Hey, it's Pastor Mike again. So glad you're with us. I just want to tell you, thank you for your generosity here at Mosaic. You are allowing us to do some amazing things during this interim time that we are able to meet here so that when we are able to meet here, we're going to be ready for you. We have taken some time to change the carpet in the tent. We're actually hooking up the tent so that we can get a, a live feed out here so you can watch the service from the tent. We've even washed the top of the tent. Not that that's going to do you any good, but we've done that too because it was dirty. We also have this amazing little thing here that you've been dropping your donations off in for bags of hope so thank you for that let's look inside at what else we're doing hey and here we've had some amazing stuff happening you know there used to be a wood wall right here but it came down we painted we're going to freshen it up for you over here at the um at the staircase we're, we're working we're doing some painting even in the m kids lobby we're getting everything ready for you to be back here and for our amazing volunteers in our volunteer kitchen. We've cleaned up, we've painted, we've done a few things in there for you. But I wanna show you what I'm also excited about back in our backspace. And we've got one of our volunteers setting up some other stuff for us for the tent. I'm really excited about what's getting ready to happen in here. We've already had a few volunteers putting in the installation up here and so grateful for them. We've had some volunteers even working on the very roof just to cover up the holes. But this coming week, 
we are gonna have some folks come in and start putting in the walls and then it's really gonna look like something great is happening here. We are so excited about what this space is gonna do and enable us to do for our youth and for generations to come. Thank you, Mosaic, for your generosity. You can give at mosaicchurch.tv and we are so thankful for all that you do. Also, we are so excited to be a part of this grassroots movement, It Ends Now. In fact, if you remember just a few weeks ago, we were part of the Praise and Protest rally in Uptown. And Kiana, the founder, would like to thank us and our church for being a part. Hey Mosaic, Kiana Osborne here from It Ends Now Charlotte. I just wanted to come and say thank you so much. I and Sanchez and the rest of our team, we just really, really appreciate the support that you've shown. It Ends Now Charlotte from having Sanchez come and speak on Sunday, Pentecost Sunday, before we had the protest to showing up at the protest on that Sunday to even volunteering your time and your services, donating money. Um, we've seen it all and we just thank you so much. We thank you for putting in the work that is required to really truly end systemic racism in this country, um, starting with Charlotte, North Carolina. So I just wanted to say thank you and wanted to encourage you to hang in there. I'm excited to work alongside all of you as we truly end systemic racism and the reputation of silence in the church now. Thanks, Kiana, and thank you, Mosaic, for being a community of people that is leading the way in our city of being a church that is a voice of hope in this season and this time of racial reconciliation. I am so proud of you and the conversations you're having and the time of listening and learning we're all leaning into. Thank you so much. Hey guys, so yes, we are back uh, and uh, I've got a special guest. Hello. Hello. Now, those of you who might not know, this is the one and only... Ashley Fossil. I know, I keep doing this like I don't know her <laughs> name, but I do. Now, here's what's interesting. You're also now the host of Some Good News. Yes, I do multiple things. You do, apparently. <laughs> you're there, you're here. I'm at home you're when gonna you go be home. home. Yeah, you like the Holy Spirit wherever <laughs> I go, you're there kind of thing. Yes. But hey, so glad yes. you are um, here. Now, friends, I got to tell you, if you're joining us for the very first time, Ashley usually likes to be in the shadows. You know what I'm saying? So she does not like to be on stage. And, and so thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, yeah. um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to have kind of a conversation this morning, and it's going to be a talk, obviously. It's going to be a sermon. It's going to be all those things. But it's going to be also um, like a... Kind of a family meeting. Yeah. Right? Like, talk about, okay, where are we as a church? Because mm -hmm. it seems like we have not met together. I know. So sad. I know. It is. Yeah. And, um, and so now we've got to talk about where, what's going on. Yeah. What are we doing? Because we've been up to a lot of things. So much. We've been up to so much. Our world has been up to so much. It's just, this year is something else, isn't it? It, it is. It is something else. <laughs> now, so you like to journal a lot. A lot. I, I do. And you started a journal, didn't I you? I did. I okay. did. I got this uh, beautiful 2020 journal. <laughs> nice. And So you've been journaling this whole time. Yeah, my first entry uh, was January 1st, and little did I know, little did I know when I wrote... I'm looking forward to this new year. I've chosen the word simplicity. Simplicity. <laughs> uh huh. You yeah. remember mine, right? 
Uh, no. <laughs> Everybody's watching. Come on. Sorry, sorry. It's courageous. Courageous. Yes. That's right. I yes. was a little bit more on than you were. Simpli- well, it, life did get simple. Are you kidding? Life got very simple. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Life got complicated, too. It's, it's complicated and simple. It, the life was simplified and... It's simply exactly. courageous, complicatedly <laughs> beautiful. Yes. No, I'm just making stuff up. Uh, no, just... um, all right, so let's talk about where are we as a church, right? Mm-hmm. So we've been in COVID world. We've yeah. been in Zoom world. We've been um, in protest world. Um, and I think some people are going, you know what? Uh, I'm loving this content. I'm loving all the stuff that we've been doing. Yeah. I mean, I've been interviewing people. Yeah. And uh, we've been having really relevant conversations in terms of, you know, what we are going through, not just as a people, not just as the world, but also as the church, yes. and also us as a church, yeah. right? So let's talk a little bit about that, because I feel like you've been on a, you, you've journeyed, you have a journey, I think, and, then, and I think it's really fascinating for people to hear your journey in all of this. Yeah. So talk to me. Well, I mean, there's so much, and you and I talk all the time, and um, in fact, I was joking beforehand. I'm like, maybe we could just record us in our kitchen because we have constant conversations about everything. Yes. Um, but you didn't, you didn't go for that. No, so, no, I did not. Anyway, but I mean, as a church, we're 14 years into this um, ministry life, and um, you know, the crazy thing is, I, as I feel like from the get-go, we have been set up for such a time as this, mm. as a church, because, yeah. I mean, our heartbeat was to be um, a diverse church. It, it was a place we wanted to be able to raise our kids right. where they look around and see kids that look just like them, yeah. and that definitely has happened. Um, but then even personally, I know, you know, I grew up in the South. I grew up in a bit of a bubble. Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, it was a bubble. Um, and went away to college and had that bubble burst in the most excellent way. And that just started to open my eyes to what I grew up believing and then starting to see that it was a very small narrative that I understood. And um, have been on a journey, honestly, since then, since probably about 18 years old of just unwrapping that narrative and um, having a much more beautiful, broader view of spirituality, the Bible, the world, people, yeah. God. And I think you're, you know, we're all going through this. I think that's, yeah. that's the reality of it. It's like you, you're, the, 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 the situations that have, that have happened this year is really beginning to redefine who we are as people and also our spirituality. Yeah. Because for some of us, it's like, we've never thought that God would allow certain things in our lives like this. Like, so we've got not just this virus for some people, it's not just that, but also this unemployment. There is mm-hmm. uh, uh, tensions at home. It's the things you and I are struggling with it right now are just so different, so foreign, even emotions, all the anxiety. That's not just, it's compounding anxiety. You know, yeah. it's, it's just so complicated. It's like trauma brain. It's like trauma life. It's, there's so many things going on, and yeah. that is sh- changing the way we look at God and, and uh, kind of follow Jesus and figure out our spirituality. And then you throw in this big issue, which has been a bigger issue for a long time, but now it's actually coming to light or coming to surface. Or maybe people are just kind of like, we're not going to stop talking about this. Right. right. We've got to do this. Right. And, so, and we've been in the forefront of that. Yeah. And so that's re- also redefining what church is. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's been almost a reckoning for churches in America um, to just grapple with um, who they are, who they represent, what voices that they elevate. Um, and uh, I, you know, I think for some people it's very fearful. They're very, they're, they're scared. Yeah. I think for some people it's very overwhelming. Um, there's a lot of tension. There's, there's people who feel like they're on one side and the other, and it's this push and pull and this battle. And, you know, one of the things that I have to constantly do is reground myself yeah. through prayer and scripture. And, um, but another thing that I do just to help me kind of, when I get overwhelmed by all the things, is I kind of like zoom out. And so over the last couple of days, I've just taken the opportunity to kind of get out of my head and out of the news of today and like just look at this long history of 2,000 years of church history. And um, the God of eternity, right? He's not up there going, oh my gosh, this is crazy pants. There's crazy a, pants. Crazy pants is a pandemic and there's social unrest and what are they doing down there? No. Yeah, Thankfully, he's, he's, you know, an eternal God with an eternal perspective. And also, I mean, the church, Big C Church, it's not this stagnant thing. And in fact, when it becomes a stagnant thing, I think the Lord allows for this time of like reckoning and um, upheaval to just disrupt everything. Yeah, this is not the first time. This is not the first time. This is not the first time. It won't be the last time. I mean, in fact, I was doing a little reading. I love to read, I love history, I love all these things. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a nerd. But just reading about the Reformation and Martin Luther and, and just, you know, the Catholics and the Protestants, like they each thought that they were doing the work of God and that the other side was doing the devil's work. Right. And not Martin Luther King Jr. We're talking about Martin, Martin Luther. Luther. Right. Right. Exactly. And so. Th- and that was historic, right? Because it became it the church split into like three groups. And it, it, it affected countries and nations. And it, it was. Families. Politi- families. It was political. It was spiritual. It was historical. So all what the happened things. there? For just a, kind of a history class. <laughs> what happened there? So the, the church split into the Catholic church. Uh, well, the Orthodox. Yeah. Or the, no, sorry. The Catholic church split into. Its own, and then you have the Protestants. Yes, which then split into I don't even right. know how many. Which is pr- profound, isn't it? This thing. Uh-huh. The Protest, protesters. The protesters became the Protestants, which are yeah. we, uh-huh. right? And now it's funny because even the protesters are having some questioning protests, yes. which is so funny. But uh, so you had the Protestants. That's a whole other yeah. discussion. And then you had the Orthodox. Well, Eastern Orthodox. They, Eastern, were, they yeah. broke off before. That's a whole other thing. But um, yeah, and so I think you know. So me, in, in my own space, this almost makes me excited. <laughs> I know that's oh my gosh. weird. And I don't mean excited because yeah. people are going through trauma right now, and I totally understand that. And I myself, I mean, there I have whole prayer days right. of like... But there's also, it's spiritual trauma. It's, it's like, I think there are some people looking at us, right, as a church, as Mosaic. Yeah. Let's just go talk to Mosaic. Yeah. And they're going, you know what? I am loving this. I mean, in fact, I've gotten messages. I mean, you've gotten text messages, yeah. right? I mean, can you, you have that message somewhere over here? No, you don't, right? Oh, actually, you know what? You sent it I to me, did didn't you? I send it to you. It is a, such a great message that you um, got from this 
friend of yours, a right? A friend or, of mine from years ago who actually lives in California and I guess has kind of tracked with us over the yeah, years on social media. Yeah, they lived here, then they went to Guatemala. Mm -hmm. Then they, uh, then, yeah, so go ahead, and, go ahead and read this. Yeah, so we were, she was asking me about Brownicity, the What Lies Between Us course, and if I thought her teenagers could go through it. And I said, yes, yeah. our teenagers are going through right. it. In fact, Nura and her friend sat and watched right. uh, with us the it's first night. It's the learning night. course that we've been, we, yeah. we kicked off. and it was it's, awesome. Yeah. Um, so anyway... In the midst of that conversation, she said, I've loved watching you all move forward in this turbulent season. It's as if Mosaic was created for exactly this. No church looks more genuinely confident embodying Christ right now than Mosaic does. Man. And honestly, that was so humbling. Yeah. Because the cry of my heart, and you know this, um, this... One of the things, you talk about me being in the shadows and in the back, but honestly, one of the things that I do is on my knees for Mosaic, on my knees for our staff, on my knees for our city, and just praying and interceding. And I have from day one for 14, 15 years, because before we ever moved here, I was praying over this church, praying that it would be uh, God's heart for this city, praying that we would represent him well, praying that we would have fruit for his kingdom. And... So to read that is just so humbling and encouraging that even though it might be uncomfortable, even though it might not make sense to everyone, we truly believe that we are here in this city for such a time as this to lead through this season, this, this turbulence, this disruption, this resetting in our lives, in our culture, in, our, in the church itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that is a, that's, you know, Love getting stuff like that. Yeah. I think we've gotten some more as well, a lot more in terms of just people uh, responding to how we've been able to just step in. And like mm -hmm. you were saying, um, and no, and friends, I mean, it's just it's just true. It's nothing nothing um, untrue about it. She's the reason why we are still happening. <laughs> I mean, she's she's like the prayer warrior of the prayer warriors. I barely. <laughs> I mean, I pray, I pray. Okay, I pray, um, but. So I want to say, if, if you're trying to figure out, okay, what are we just talking about? Like I said, it's a family <laughs> meeting kind of a thing. But I want you to understand something. We're poised as a church, and we are so grateful, because I'm grateful that we're poised as a church to not just support and be an advocate of what's happening right now mm -hmm. in, the, in, in light of, you know, uh, this, 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 this cry that, hey, black lives matter, that we have to be an advocates of our black brothers and sisters. I mean, we have to be that church. And so I love that we're poised for that, and we kind of just stepped into it. I feel like people are noticing that, hey, this was really quick. We were able to just um, uh, mobilize Mosaic, and we started. It, when COVID's hit, we were like, we are not focusing on meeting. We're focusing on mobilizing. Yeah. And God's allowed us to step into some amazing things there. But also, I would say, we're not just poised to help a movement, but we're also poised to help each and every one of us who's watching, listening, um, to to navigate what is going on spiritually in your life. Yeah. Now, what, what do I mean by that? I mean, like, in the midst of you, like, saying, God, what is going on right now in my life? What are we supposed to do? We want to have, uh, we want to help you right now this morning about, like, going, okay, what does your faith look like in the midst of this? I mean, is it more that you just got to believe more, more hope, more joy? No, what, what is really something that will help? And so I think you've kind of went through a journey of like, okay, we got to do this and we got to do that and we got to do this. And then you came to, um, no, I've got to remember that there's a spiritual battle going on. There's yeah. a spiritual side of all of this. And if we don't step into this and if we don't remind ourselves about that, um, we're not, we're going to miss it.
right? So how did, what would it look like for you? Well, I mean, that's the thing, is there is both an individual and then there's a corporate level. So there's me personally, how I'm going through this season. Yeah. And in that role, you know, I'm listening to my friends. I'm listening to these stories. And um, we've been so blessed and fortunate that God has just surrounded us with, with such a beautiful diversity of people in our lives right. all along. And so um, we're listening to their stories. And I've responded on an individual level. And honestly, there, was, there is and has been a, where I get very angry and upset and um, and then I and and a lot of it was just not healthy anger right. and 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 you and I will sit and have these discussions and thank goodness that we are on the same page mm-hmm. and we have just been able to process this together and we're going in the same direction. Yeah. So so individually there's that and but I found myself getting more angry more often and just getting distracted and a couple last week I just felt God say just sit still and breathe and I had to kind of refocus and um, bring it back for me personally I had to bring it back to okay we are fighting against the systems and the Mm -hmm. structures but it is rooted in the spiritual realm and I have to get my heart right if I'm going to fight this battle for the long haul because we're in this for the long haul like we're not um, just seizing the moment, and we're not on a bandwagon. This has been the heartbeat of Mosaic for 14 years, right. um, but this is just a new level, a new depth, a new intensity, and we're stepping into that, and we're not just going to be here for a little while. And so if I don't get myself and my heart right, I'm going to burn out fast. And so I have just been regrouping and regrounding in Scripture, praying through Scripture. Like half my prayers are literally just writing the Scripture I'm reading and personalizing it. It's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. And different colors depending on my mood. Yeah, (laughs) depending on your mood. Yes. Oh, I didn't, yeah. Yeah. But also there's a corporate (laughs) level. So um, as a, as from a corporate level, like as a people group, we want to, like, we love the course, what lies between us. We are educating yeah. ourselves. But also as a church and a church staff, I mean, ultimately, we're going to bring it back to God and his word and his truth. And we want to lead our community spiritually. Right. Yeah. Um, so Matthew 16, if you have your, uh, if you've got a Bible, if, if not, we'll put it on the screen for you or uh, right here. But let me read you this passage. This is pretty profound. It speaks to what um, we're trying to say here. So Matthew 16, um, verse 16 is a statement that um, it's a, actually a reply that Simon Peter replies to Jesus. And uh, the question that Jesus asked Peter is, uh, who do you say that I am? And he's asking a couple of guys this, but then um, he says, you know, who do, you, who do people say that I am? And then, uh, then he says, well, who do you think I am? And Peter says this. So it's verse 16. He says, Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh uh, uh, and blood, but my father in heaven. And I tell, you, I tell you this, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overcome it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Fundamentally, I think what we have to understand is, is that we, have, we might have just um, gotten this passage incorrectly, like translated and um, 
transmitted into our souls. What, what do I mean by that? I think when we read this for some of us, or maybe, maybe a lot of us, it was like, okay, I'm protected. Okay, I'm the church. Okay, hell can't get to me. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm protected. I'm, I'm safe. I'm good. And so we have th- thought that the plan here is that God has said, I want you to protect. I want you to protect what I've given you. The church is here to protect. And so that's where we lived our lives. I mean, that's what we think, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, we protect ourselves from the culture. We protect ourselves from everything else that's going on. That's bad. We're good. We got to protect. We got to protect, protect our values. Protect, I mean, we got so many things to protect, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. But that's not the plan, it seems like. If you read, the, read it again, the plan is not to protect. The plan is actually to invade. Mm-hmm. Like he's saying, the gates of Hades will not overcome it. The question is, why are we knocking at the gates of Hades? The gates of Hades is not knocking on our door. Here, Jesus is saying, I'm going to build this church that moves so rapidly, mm-hmm. that moves into dark and hard places, that moves into, and it invades. The plan, friends, is not to protect us from hell. It is to invade hell with heaven. And so our spirituality right now needs to be not like, oh my gosh, God protect us, God this. It needs to be maybe a little bit on the uh, offensive. Maybe it needs to be, no, 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 no. Yes, there are things that we have to fight against, but there's a spiritual battle that we have to fight and we have to get this right. We have to move forward in this. I mean, even Peter, when he understands this, he, he, he gets, he writes in 1 Peter, let me read this to you. 1 Peter 5, it says, be alert and sober and a f- sober mind. The enemy, the enemy, your enemy, not the enemy. And then he explains who the enemy is. So let's see. Your enemy, the other political party, <laughs> your enemy, no, 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 your enemy, those people over there, those Christians, those people, no, those people in government, no, no, your enemy, the what? Devil. The who? The devil. The devil prowls around like a lion, roaring lion, looking for someone to what? Devour. Devour. And so what we have to understand, like you were talking about, is that it all comes back to, yes, we want to change things and we want to make things happen, but it comes back to the fact that we have one enemy who is truly invisible, whose, whose plan is to, uh, to, uh, to destroy us. In fact, in fact, John 10 says this, the thief comes only to steal kill and destroy this is jesus talking and he says the thief comes there is an enemy he describes what the enemy is he's like a lion he's the enemy he's he's the enemy of our souls he is the enemy and what he wants to do he wants to kill steal and destroy but i have come that they might have what life Life and life to the The full full. Mm -hmm. life to the full i mean friends i mean i don't know if you realize this but this battle that you are in and we're in is invisible Ephesians 6 says this, for our struggle is not against flesh or blood, against, but against, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the power of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the what? Heavenly realms. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, he's saying, listen, 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 listen. It's not about, I mean, can we get frustrated at people? Yes. <laughs> do we need to um, do the things we need to do to get people who are not in the right position? Uh, to get them out? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do we need to hold people accountable? Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure, for sure. But we got to remember, we are not against humanity. Humanity is not our enemy. Yeah. It's the, it's the evil things that humanity has allowed itself to become or to participate or create. Those are the enemies, and we have to come against that. And it is, at least for this topic right now, this Sunday, Friends, I gotta tell you, it is a spiritual, spiritual battle. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, when you're talking about that, I was just thinking about, um, you know, the, the protecting. And when we find ourselves trying to protect platforms mm -hmm. and protect systems and protect traditions, that's when yeah. we've missed it. That's yeah. when we know we've missed it. When we find ourselves trying to protect people, yeah. that's when we know we're getting it right. That's when we know we have the heart of God. When, we're, when we'll do whatever it takes, I will tear down a system and I will tear down a platform and I will tear down a structure a and policy. a tradition or a policy for people because it's the people who matter, the people who Jesus came to save. Jesus came to save people, not platforms and structures and systems. And where they're mm -hmm. dysfunctional, they need to be broken down. And we need to acknowledge that. And again, when we find ourselves trying to protect it, and oh, but, but no, no, this is the way it's been right. done. Right. Really? Right. Like, why is that your, right. what about the people, the people? You're like, yeah, I, hey, I'm with you, I'm with you. Because I think what, what happens is sometimes we put our faith in the, the positions. We put mm -hmm. our faith in the authorities and the rulers. So, so we put our faith in uh, the authorities and the rulers and, um, uh, you know, uh, and the, the, like you said, the platforms. But translation, we put ourselves, uh, we put our hope and trust in, like, um, in honestly government. Like, we, uh, in, in people that... And then if it doesn't work out, we blame them too. So uh, he's saying, hey, 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 there's something deeper, much deeper much going deeper. on here. Um, but it's a little bit more complicated. And in fact, I, I want to explain to you, if I can, really quick. We were talking about this a little mm -hmm. bit as well. Like, so coming and understanding what, what is going on and what we are required to do as a church and as a people, and especially in your spirituality, like what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to like get emotional and put in Facebook and and tweet and Instagram, all kinds of thoughts. I mean, is, is, is emotion the thing to do? We gotta f tell people we care. Or do we have to, no, 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 we gotta go out there and we have to, if you haven't joined a pro protest, if you haven't done this, you gotta go physically do some things, do some things. And then people, are, some people are like, no, 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 what we gotta do is we just gotta pray about it. Mm -hmm. Just pray about it, just pray about it, just pray about it. All we need is Jesus. All we need is Jesus. And it, it, it's true, but it's complicated than that. Right. Right, it's complicated than that. So. I think what it is, is, is what you said. Yes, we, all we need is Jesus, but we have to do it the way Jesus would do it. And what's profound about it, if you read the teachings of Jesus, if you read the accounts of Jesus, when he would uh, say heal someone, he would switch, like he would switch uh, his words. He would say, instead of get up and you're, you're healed, he would say, get up, your sins are forgiven. And people are going, what are you talking about? He's, thought, he's wanting and healing. You're asking, you're talking about sins are forgiven. What is he doing? He's, he's talking about how humanity, how we are made in God's image. And so there is a triunion, uh, union part of us. There's like there's a Trinitarian part of us. There's a, we're, we're not just one. Mm -hmm. We're not just physical. We're not just emotional. Um, and we're not just spiritual. We are, we're three. We're three. So if you think about, like, think about a, um, uh, like a, like a three-circle Venn diagram, right? You got these three circles. When they intersect each other, it's the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what God wants us to understand. If we are going to have a godly response to everything that's going on, everything, COVID, um, <laughs> racism, uh, your in-laws, I mean, your job <laughs> situation, everything in our lives, if we're going to do that, if you're going to have a godly response, you have to have a God-like response, mm -hmm. which means it's the combination of those three things. It's the spirit, soul, and body. When you connect together, it's the emotion. You have to do the things. You've got you to do some things. You have to um, 
you know, like re- really re- um, redefine some things. You got to re- re-engage. You got to like, uh, you got to figure out like, um, you got to feel the feelings. You have to feel the feelings in light of everything that's going on. And for some of us, I think the church has to feel we've been complicit. The church has to feel like we've been sitting on the sidelines. I think um, some churches need to be, you need to just repent. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they, they need to lament, and they're not just one day of like Blackout Tuesday. Right. No, it just needs to be an emotion that grabs you that says, we, it has to be an emotion like, oh my gosh, we, we, we have allowed this in our, in, our, in our lifetime. Yeah. I mean, when you just think of all the things we've allowed, policies that, that, that dehumanize people who are made in God's image. Yes, yeah. So there's going to be an emotion part of it. So that's one part of the circle. But then the, the body part of it, like the, so it's not just, you know, it's not just the soul. It's a, the body part of it. The body part is, is the actual work. It's the reframing. It's the let's change the policies. Let's do this. Let's, it's, it's the getting the work. It's like putting your feet uh, to your faith. Yeah. But then, see, that's the other circle. Mm-hmm. And the last one, though, is the... Is the Man, it's, the, it's reminding ourselves, it's re-anchoring, like you said, mm-hmm. ourselves that this is also a spiritual part of it. And that means if we don't pray and if we don't do the spiritual part, if the church doesn't do all three, we're not godlike. The godly response as a church is not just pray and close your doors and pray and just pray some more yeah. and let's have a worship service and pray some more and let's just fast and let's just, yeah. let's just pray some more. Well, and people think, well, you're the church. You're supposed to just stay just in your pray. lane. Stay just your be lane. spiritual. Jesus didn't do that. He flipped tables. Right. He wept. Right. He healed people. Right. He called out sin. Yeah. So he did was, all those. Did all those. Yeah. In fact, it's when he talks about being saved, he's ta- the, the word there in several passages in the scriptures is the word sozo, mm-hmm. which means holistic. Yeah. So Jesus always wanted to come and give us a life that's holistic. So if we were to just go back, you just go back. What does he say in John 10? He says, the, 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 the enemy comes to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a sense, you kind of feel like there's an emotional thing he wants to make you feel, mm-hmm. right? He wants, to, like, he wants to steal your peace and your joy and your courage. Yeah. I think for some, for some of us, we feel anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're like, um, I look a certain way. I feel anxious. Right. That's the enemy trying to rob you from that like he's going to steal the courage that god has put in you or i feel i look a certain way and i feel shame oh yeah and we've heard whites and blacks talk about it like Mm -hmm. i feel like everybody's looking at me i feel like i don't know what to do right i mean at some point you got to realize this the enemy too doing this like he's making he wants to steal the peace the joy and courage and then he wants to also kill kill what he wants to kill your dreams your plans um, your purpose, uh, your, your calling in life. He wants to kill all of those, all of those things. And then he wants to destroy what? He wants to destroy your relationships, um, career, um, your networks, the people you have. And I think it's happening these days, right? People are unfriending, unfollowing, like no one's doing this, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not just talking about her. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about everybody's doing that, right? Yeah. Do you see what's going on there? People are like, unfollow. Mm, mm. Well, even the whole cancel culture Canc- yes. concept yeah. right now. You're canceling this. No longer. Blah, blah, blah. 
So what is the enemy is doing a holistic, yes, a holistic um, number on us, mm-hmm. and Jesus comes back around and says, "The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and I have come to give you what life." And then he says, "What to the fullest, the sozo, holistic, yeah. spirit, soul, and body healing." Mm-hmm. And that's why you and I know this. I mean, come on. I mean. When we work out physically, it actually helps our quiet time with God. It's true. I mean, just let's be honest here, right? Um, when you're starved, when I'm starved, I'm cranky. Yeah. And God's going to be like, God, God's like, I don't even want to talk to you right now because <laughs> you're just in a mood. That's, that's me. I say that. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm always in a mood. I don't know. But see what's happening there? Mm-hmm. And we're allowing the enemy to do this. So... Uh, I hope this has been helpful because I feel like, one, people need to know that, man, um, we are committed to being with you as, a, um, as people who are humbled that we get to lead uh, beautiful people. And uh, we are committed to being courageous and moving the church forward. Uh, and what I mean by that is, friends, we are a mosaic. We are always poised to always reach and go for the other, mm-hmm. to bring everybody to the table. And like you were saying, you know, like if, 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 if the church didn't move forward, then we wouldn't have... Then I wouldn't be at this table right now. We would, if we, had, if right. we stayed stuck where we were during the time of the Reformation or even practically 30 years ago or in some churches today... I wouldn't be here. Right. I wouldn't be at the table. I would be setting the table. <laughs> You'd be setting the table. <laughs> Except I would. Which be she does at home all the time. Never. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I think. Uh, so we can't say stuck. We can't, we we can't, can't assume that where we are now is where we need to be. Yeah. And in fact, I even I was thinking about this like a year from now, when we're celebrating Mosaic's 15th anniversary, we're going to look back on this year. Yeah. And what are we going to see? What are we going to wish we had done differently? Or what are we going to be able to say, thank you, God, for allowing us to step into that mm-hmm. season and being there, a voice of hope for everyone in our city and beyond. Yeah, yeah. And my, my prayer is, and we've, we've already done, you know, we've, we talk about this if you're just <laughs> joining us, as in like you just started joining us and you don't know. I mean, it's in our, uh, we exist to reclaim the message and movement of Jesus. Yeah. And I mean, there's a, I'm so excited, like you said. I'm excited about the fact that we're reclaiming it. And we've been reclaiming it. Like we're trying to change, our, the, I mean, there's so much more to be done in reframing what the church is. So this is great. But then also our vision is to what? To, uh, to be a diverse community that lives by faith, that's known by love, and that's a voice of hope. Yeah. By the way, the reason why we do that, the reason why that's our goal to be as a community is because we want to be holistic. So, friends, mm-hmm. if you find yourself right now going, I don't know how to deal with any of this, just know you've got to feel all the feelings, yes. But you also have to do the work, yes. But then there's a spiritual component of this. Mm-hmm. And I think for some of us, we're doing two. You know what I'm saying? Or we're just doing one. We're just praying, 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 and we don't want to talk to anybody, right. and we don't want to feel the feelings. Mm-hmm. We are, we're just like, we just want to be super spiritual. Like, as in, like, just like, uh, I don't want to bury your, you know, uh, your stuff in the, in the scriptures, which is, sounds like a great idea, but also, you know, Jesus rebuked them for that. And they're like, you're doing this. Why are you doing this? We have to do all three. So feel the feelings. And so if you have not time taken, t- taken time to just 
be sit in grief and lament and mm-hmm. do all those things and uh, yeah, let's do that but don't stay there. Then add on the work. What, what can you physically do? I think for some of us, it's, it's learning right now. Yeah. It's learning. You're doing a physical thing. You're putting your body to action. You're doing something. But then do not, friends, do not le- neglect, like Ashley was saying, um, the spiritual part of this. You take that spiritual part out, out of it, it's over. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is, it is, it's over. Yeah. It's over. So that's our prayer, friends. In fact, uh, Romans uh, um, 15. You want to read this? I mean, I know you love it. So why don't you read sure. Romans 15 for us? This is our prayer um, for us. Uh, Mosaic, yeah. yeah. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Yeah, we should pray, don't we? We should. We should. <laughs> well, friends, I hope this has been a, um, a, um, a blessing to you. Um, just so you know, we're with you. And uh, um, we're, we're moving forward knowing that God is with us. Um, the God who, who's come to give us life and life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. And that's our hope, and that's where we work towards. So let's pray. Yeah. All right. Lord God, we thank you so much for um, this conversation. God, I know, I know that, God, there are some people um, wondering what, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to process everything. I felt like, this, this quarantine was the height of what I could handle, and now uh, someone in my family has gotten sick, and, 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 then, and then there's a, I'm tired of being stuck at home, and I want to go out there, and there are people going out, but then it feels like cases are getting higher, and I, I, there's pressure to get out, and there, then there's pressure to not get out, and God, I, and then in the middle of that, I... I I know there are people who are going, I don't even know what to do because I don't know what to post or should I post or what do we, is there more to do or less to do? What do I say? God, I know you see all of that. I know you see all of that, Lord God. And God, there's some of us going, I don't even know right now. I, I've, there are some people who've lost their faith in church. God, I pray for that. God, I know that there are churches who are trying to figure out what to do. They're trying to figure out what to do. God, I know that We've just been so fortunate to, for this conversation, this conversation of the other, the conversation of that we are a mosaic of people. We're different people coming together to make something beautiful, that without broken pieces coming together, there is no beautiful mosaic. And so, Father, I pray that people would know that, God, that there is so much grace for them right now. There is so much life for them right now. There's so much of you available for them right now. And, Father, I pray against the power of the enemy. I know that we do not fight against flesh and blood. I pray, God, for people to just forgive each other, to have grace for each other, and then make allowance for each other's faults, Lord God, that we would not be quick to be offended. God, we would not give that power to anyone. We would not give that power to anyone, God. And we would not allow offense to be used as a tool by the enemy to divide and conquer us as a body of Christ. So I pray in Jesus' name, God, that you would give us new new eyes to see what's going on, new ears to hear what's going on, and new minds to understand, truly understand what is going on and how to reframe, how to process, and how to speak life and hope. 
God, I know that we cannot do this with, without you. And so I thank you that you've given us this Holy Spirit, that when we invite you into our lives, and God, for some of us, this might be the first time that we're saying, Jesus, uh, I want to know you. Father, I pray right now they would say, I give you my life. I give you my life. And Father, we know that when you, we just invite you in, the first thing you do, you come in through the power of your Holy Spirit. And that power, that Holy Spirit gives us incredible things. It gives us how to process things. It teaches us. It counsels us. It it's, it's comforts us. But also it speaks for us when we don't know what to say. So God, if there was ever a time that all of us, all of humanity, needed more of your presence, it's now. So I pray in Jesus' name for the power of your Holy Spirit that you would flow, let it flow into our bodies, into our souls. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Mosaic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more audio and video content, visit us at mosaicchurch.tv.